What's up, everyone? This is Scott Fuzzle from Command Your Business. You're listening to Veteran on the Move with Joe Crane. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. Make a plan to do away with high-interest credit card debt by transferring your balance to a Navy Federal credit card. With a low intro APR no balance transfer fees, you can pick the right card to help you save more. Check out NavyFederal.org for more information. All right, we're talking with Lane Ballone, uh, Army veteran uh, from Vetrepreneur Tribe. And also, you guys have a new book uh, that just came out this year, uh, Unleash Your Humble Alpha. So, Lane, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Before we get to talking about all that good stuff, I know you did some good stuff in the Army, too. So, take us back and tell us what you did. Yeah, so I was one of those guys that got out of high school and didn't know what I was going to do in life. And my buddy and I, we said, hey, are we going to go to college or are we going to go do the military thing? And uh, we actually rock, paper, scissors for us joining the military. <laughs> One and or just be- or two out of th- best two out of three? <laughs> best two out of three, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. And, uh, and so that's exactly how we both joined. And uh, interesting kind of tidbit is that he had cancer while we were in junior high, so we had to actually wait six months because – you had to have five years of remission to join the military. Oh, wow. So anyways, he's, he's actually still in the military and special operations. And, uh, so yeah, that's how I joined the military. And so I had a lot of spunk. I had a lot of ambition. I had a lot of drive, but I didn't really have any direction. And luckily the military mm-hmm. became that vehicle to point me in the right direction. And, um, yeah, so I actually joined as an Intel analyst and I had no idea what that was as a 17 year old. And <laughs> so I just, you know, did the training, went through basic and AIT. And then I got to my first unit, which was in Germany, which was awesome. Cause, uh, that was one of the things that I thought I was wanting to do was to travel and, and see new places. Mm-hmm. And I, I found out quickly that I rose to the ranks quickly and was a high performer and high PT score and all that kind of stuff. And I saw a flyer on the, on the, uh, PX door and it said, Hey, join special forces. And I was like, Oh, I don't know what that is <laughs> again. I think I was 18 at the time. Sounds cool. And uh, yeah, sounds cool. And, and, you know, I had like a, probably like a cool picture of some dude doing something. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you know, so I met, went to the auditorium and, uh, you know, old school auditorium in Germany. You walk in from the back and then, you know, you, I saw this projector and had this video playing and it was just, you know, all these clips of guys falling out of the sky, shooting guns, blowing stuff up on four wheelers, like all this cool stuff. I'm like, man, this is definitely not what I'm doing right now. <laughs> so, so I was like, all right, well, uh, let me try that. And so, you know, long story short, I, I went out for selection and, uh, passed, went through the Q course or my green beret. And I was in special forces for about eight years and, uh, was, uh, part of many different training exercises, missions, combat deployments, and, uh, you know, gained a lot of experience and, uh, really incredibly thankful for all the, the, the military leaders, my team sergeants, my fellow, you know, green berets on my ODA and just had a really incredible time, but I knew that there was, a uh, uh, something else calling. And, uh, so I started kind of getting that itch of like, you know, do I stay in or do I, you know, get out and try something else? And, um, that began that story of, 
it being one of the most difficult decisions of my life. But, you know, ultimately I know that I made the right decision. That's awesome. Well, hey, talk about, talk about your transition. You know, were you prepared for transition? Did it come on quick? And then, you know, share with, share that your transition story with us, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there was definitely all that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so my wife and I, we were living in Germany at the time as we, as we were getting out and we made the decision uh, about a year before I actually needed to get out or the, you know, my ATS. And uh, during that time I was in a leadership position as team sergeant at E7. And, you know, anybody that's been in the military that is in a position to where you're, you're not actually supposed to be that rank or whatever, you know, it can be difficult. And, uh, you know, so I was guiding other guys and say, Hey, this is how you be successful at, you know, the military career thing. And, and how do you do all the preparations and schooling and all that? At the same time, I was, uh, inside internally deciding to get out. And so, you know, as soon as my wife and I, we decided, uh, I, I started making a 12 month plan. And for me, that was, I think, uh, one of the critical mindset things that, that at least helped me as much as it could, uh, stepping into the unknown of transition. And so what I did was I, I basically, uh, decided what I wanted to do 12 months after getting out. And that really helped significantly. And, uh, there, there was some sprinkled in some fun. My wife and I, we came back to the U S uh, we did a 37 state road trip across America over, over, uh, three months. So a whole bunch of friends, family, uh, eight, the best foods of the U S and all, you know, all the good stuff in such a short period of time. And, uh, and then we moved down to Panama, you know, in central America. So, you know, all of this was happening, you know, playing out. And so anybody that, that is listening to this, that is contemplating, uh, getting out, or if they're in the middle of that kind of window of transition, the more you can kind of plan for at least one or two contingencies as well, but being able to just have a, a six month, 12 month plan of what this is what I plan on doing. This is how I plan on spending my time as I'm figuring it out. Because anybody that's been through transition knows that whatever you plan is not going to always happen or most of the time it's not going to happen. And uh, that was the case for me post the 12 months, uh, which we can get into here in a second. But uh, yeah, having that plan, being able to just have that, that stability, uh, both mental stability and financial stability. If you can plan that 12 months as you're at, you know, 12 months after you get out, I think that will relieve stress, especially if you have family and being able to really allow that breathing room to give yourself that time to figure it out because transition is all about figuring out no matter how well of a plan you have, something's going to derail it or something's going to force you to pivot and, you know, somebody got out in early 2020, <laughs> that's a, you know, that's a perfect example, you know, and moving forward yeah, in the next year, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> imagine, <clears throat> imagine how many guys got out early 2020 with the grandiose job plans and then everything just shuts down and they're just supposed to sit and wait for a year. Um, yeah. Interesting times. Yeah. Now was the Panama thing part of your travel plans or part of your uh, job or transition plan? Yeah. So part of my transition plan was the GI bill thing. Cause I was, I was literally getting out and I was like, all right, well, I want to, you know, travel. I want to you know, do some helping, you know, helping people, that kind of thing, or, or basically allowing the, my experience and leadership to be able to guide somebody else on their journey in life. And so 
I was, I planned on going to school using the GI bill and then simultaneously start my entrepreneurship uh, journey. And so that was, that was part of my plan. And so I ended up doing about a year and a half using the GI bill before I, you know, quit and went all in entrepreneurship and being for being able to have that kind of stability while also being able to kind of dabble into, you know, what I thought I was into at the time. And when I first started out, uh, I was wanting to help people travel more and use travel as a tool for transformation because that's really one of my favorite things. I've been to about 40 countries and I just love to travel, love to, you know, go out in nature and, and all the culture stuff and how all that experience can help you live a better life whenever you go back home, no matter where that may be. And so that was my first testing out of entrepreneurship and it didn't work out so well, but I learned a lot of different things. Uh, you know, I drafted two books <laughs> that I never released. And, uh, you know, I, I had a little bit of, you know, kind of online coaching success, but for the four, or for the most part, it wasn't that, that success I was looking for, that impact that I was looking for. And it was really not until I found my business partner and developed a partnership with him, Stephen Kuhn, uh, which is just an incredible guy, uh, very powerful, very experienced. And b- between his experience and my experience, we really have that kind of uh, very complementary skill set, mindset, and to be able to create some really good things in the world. And uh, that was where I really started getting some more success and more impact. And, uh, but during that whole time of me trying to figure it out, travel stuff while traveling myself and and having as much fun, you know, it was, uh, it was like a parallel, you know, two things were happening at the same time where, you know, I was doing school, but I was also dabbling in this other stuff. And I think that really helps me out to have that a little bit of stability because if I, if I hadn't planned that and I needed to really make revenue like day one of getting out or six months down the line or something, uh, you know, maybe I would have came in and worked under the clutch or, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but it really gave me some breathing room and I'm, and I'm glad I had at least that kind of that transitory window to help me step into that next thing. And where did the interest in entrepreneurship come from? Where that, when did that come about? Well, actually, it was a seed planted while I was in the Special Forces Qualification course a um, decade ago, over, or over, de- over a decade ago. And I was, I was reading this book called The 4-Hour Workweek. And at the time... Yeah, I love that book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just an incredible book. And uh, the most important thing for me was it planted a seed that I could design my life. You know, lifestyle design, I think, was what the, what the term was at the time that they coined but it planted this seed that, that I could do something and design it and not just kind of fall you know, in line with advice that people give me or follow the path that is most worn or what somebody has already done. That's what I should do. And so it really allowed me to, you know, and I thought about it for about nine years before I actually got out, you know? And so I had that idea and, 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 you know, three years later I was thinking, okay, do I need to get out? Or do I stay in, you know, that idea of designing my life and entrepreneurship was, you know, always part of that, you know, in the back of my mind until I could actually take action on it post-military career. So I had been thinking about it for, you know, uh, you know, almost 10 years at that time. And uh, it really just was just a seed that kept on 
you know, being cultivated, watered. And until I, uh, started taking action after, after military and finally, you know, hit my groove, uh, about two years after I got out. Yeah. All right. We'll hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Carrying a credit card balance after the holidays. Trust me, we've all been there. Let Navy Federal Credit Union help you rebalance your priorities in 2021 with their balance transfer offer. You'll save more with a low intro APR when you transfer your balance from another lender to a Navy Federal Credit Card. Plus, with no balance transfer fees, you can choose the card that best fits your lifestyle and be on your way to doing away with high-interest credit card debt. You can even manage your balance transfer safely and securely through the Navy Federal mobile app or online. 2020 came with a lot of unpredictability. And if you're looking to save more and take back control in the new year, transferring your balance to a Navy Federal credit card is a great first step. Check out NavyFederal.org for more information and to apply. 599 to 18% variable APRs based on product types and credit worthiness. Up to $1 cash advance transaction fees at non-Navy Federal ATMs. Messages and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more info. Navy Federal is federally insured by NCUA. All right, back talking to Lane Blome from uh, Vetrepreneur Tribe and Unleash Your Humble Alpha. So, Lane, tell us how Vetrepreneur Tribe came to be. Yeah, so that's actually where my business partner, Stephen Kuhn, and I met. Uh, at the time, we were just members, and Stephen had, uh, you know, was given a lot of value, a lot of business advice. And I reached out to him, and one thing led to another. Um, <laughs> Him and I actually met in Peru for the first time of all places. Mm. He was living in Hungary. I was living in Panama. Mm-hmm. We ended up linking together and uh, we, we liked each other's stuff. We was like, hey, man, I like, I like your style. You know, I like what you're doing. Let's uh, see if we could do some stuff together. And so we started taking some steps uh, and collaborate or collaboration. Uh, and then we ended up have, taking over the Vetpreneur Tribe. And we're now the leaders and co-owners of the Vetpreneur Tribe, which is uh, about 14,500 veteran entrepreneurs all, all online. And we were able to pivot from that and then be able to uh, work on this mindset that we were, we had been thinking about for a long time and, and, and being able to take these intangible principles and values that we live our life by and how to convey that in a succinct, concise way. And so we were like, Hey, let's, let's write a book. And this will be for veterans. This will be for entrepreneurs, leaders. And, uh, you know, later on we'll find out that this is a very universal type of message that um, would have actually different target audiences. So we started drafting this book and uh, it started out to be about these hit principles that Stephen had put together, honesty, integrity, and transparency. And so we started drafting this book and we realized that there's a, whole bunch of different principles and values and stories and lessons that we wanted to embed in this book, but it was much bigger than just hit. And so uh, our second time in Peru, we had met, we bring veterans and entrepreneurs down there and uh, it's for incredible experience of helping figure out who you really are, your identity, your purpose and, and walking through life with certainty. And we had two different kind of other groups that we were a part of or that we started. He had a humble man group and I had an authentic alpha group. And then we basically just put the two together while we were in Peru called the humble alpha. <laughs> and so that's, that's where the name came from down in Peru. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. And, uh, and so we didn't use it for several, several months until we started 
drafting the book and the idea came along and they were like, Hey, maybe we could use that humble alpha thing that we, that we had said, you know, earlier that year, this was last year. And so, so we, yeah, so we just put our life experience, we dissected all the principles that we live by, uh, the lessons that we learned, leadership, um, being able to put it into a digestible uh, step-by-step process is what the book Unleash Your Humble Alpha turned out to be. And we, at the time of this recording, we uh, released the book earlier this year and uh, now it's available on Amazon. And now we're drafting um, two books right now, one specifically for veterans. So it has a, it has the same concept uh, embedded in it, but it also has very pinpointed um, frameworks that the veteran specifically knows uh, they can take away with. And uh, also for, for the parents, um, we've had, you know, during this process of this book, uh, many parents have uh, read the book and say, Hey, I can use this to teach my, my children how to, how to grow up in a, in a humble alpha way. And uh, same thing with moms are buying it for their sons, you know, uh, aunts are buying it for the nephews. And so uh, we're collaborating with a, with a other, another veteran, uh, to be able to have a book specifically that's for parents and then also uh, for veterans. We're also um, being able to take this idea of the Humble Alpha and create a uh, certification through uh, universities. So being able to get this powerful message of the Humble Alpha into different kinds of audiences, different po- parts of the population, you know, is what Stephen and I are really focused on for the next couple of years. And can you, can you re- reiterate for me, exactly what what humble alpha claim or aims to accomplish yeah so it's really about figuring out who you are as an individual and we start out with the first two steps is figuring out who you are and how you interact in the world really uh, that's your identity and being able to shave off the old beliefs the old stories that your parents your teachers your advisors that as well-meaning as they were at the time didn't really resonate with who you are. And so how do you figure out who you really are without titles, without roles, without responsibilities? And so we break that down in the first section of the book. In the second section, we break down the what you do or your purpose. And so we really break down, you know, how do you figure that out? How do you define that for yourself? How do you let go of your old identity and your old stuff that you've been doing and step into your newest version, your greatest version of yourself? And once you have that really solidified as an individual, then it's that much easier for you to build teams around you, be that leader in your organization, or if you're already uh, an entrepreneur, you're a CEO, or you're a founder, you'll be able to take this knowingness, this certainty of that I know exactly who I am, what I like to do, how I figure, how how I operate under a bigger mission in the company, and then be able to elevate different team members, create a cohesive. Uh, co-creative mission and vision for the company and be able to execute, be able to uh, embed those high performance principles. And so empowering your team. And then from there, you, you, we just move out. So this is a really a concept of, you know, the inside out framework. And once we develop that humble alpha mindset within the company or the organization, then it's that much easier for us to identify like-minded partners, joint ventures and collaborative partners and invest in what we call invest in relational capital and be able to just take this same mindset and finding uh, people that are in a similar way of thinking, similar mindset, 
and complementary skill sets that we can accomplish more together in a collaborative way than for us to try to figure out on our own or have this competitive or scarcity mindset. And then finally, uh, we, we, uh, we, we end the book with uh, quality of life. And that was, that's really what our, uh, you know, our, our biggest aim is and, and how we define it is that it's really you being so intentional about how you design your life that no matter if you're working, if you're playing, you with your family, friends, hobbies, that you are fully engrossed in that moment. You're enjoying that moment because it's been specifically designed that I, I want to have this in my life, no matter what it is. And being able to have that utmost quality of life is what we all aim for. And being able to put all these different principles and being able to put it all together is what the book's designed to do. And it's, you know, I know it sounds like a lot for, you know, somebody to like, Oh man, how do I figure all that out? Well, that's why we broke it down into a concise step-by-step process and, and being able to take it section by section. And at the end of each section, we have five sections at the end of each, each section, we have uh, very specific action steps that you take, exercises, things that you need to do in order for you to keep moving forward. And once you get to the end of the book, you'll be able to say, oh, yeah, this is how all this stuff fits. And then you'll be, move, you'll be able to move on and, and, be able, and make an impact you know, around your family, friends, within your organization and everywhere you go. Yeah, it's really a, a, great, a great book on transition, you know, because uh, the, the one thing – civilians transition all the time, but at least in the military, you know, at some point you're going to transition, whether it's after four year enlistment or after 30 year retirement, you're, you're transitioning at some point. So, you know, it's coming and transition's huge and the military spends a lot of time and money on trying to help people go through that transition. Um, one of the things like what your book does is basically it's, it's a great time to sit back, reset, reflect, and say, okay, where do I really, really want to go next? Do I really just want to go get a job? Because that's a perfect opportunity to make a major life change, a major shift, a major direction change. And the more knowledge and effort and, and thought you put into it, the more likely you're going to find yourself in a place that you really want to be. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's exactly you know what the book breaks down and removes all of the, the should I, or, you know, this is what I should do in life, or this is what I have to do in life. And really ask yourself these questions that, okay, if I were to design my life, what are the parameters? What is the framework? What are the things that I want to aim for? And for those that are listening right now, this is a great book to deconstruct that and be able to pivot and help with your transition. And uh, the actual Humble Alpha Veteran book, a title to be determined yet, (laughs) um, will specifically address these transition questions. You know, how do you bring the good stuff from the military into civilian life and how do you discard the bad habits, the bad addictions, the bad, you know, trauma or experiences or events that you had in the military and let go of those as you're moving forward, you know, after military service, you know, some of these questions that, that um, a lot of veterans deal with internally that, that are only spoken of, you know, in small circles or, or in entrusted uh, environments and to be able to bring out these questions and what we've learned by uh, talking to a bunch of different veterans and different kinds of capacities and bringing these kind of kinds of solutions that, Hey, this might be a, a thing that you want to try, or here's a question that you could ask yourself, or this is how other people have done this in the past and, and reached success. So 
Um, that's part, that's definitely part of the the veteran specific book for the humble alpha. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. We, we've talked many times on the show about transition and, um, a, a lot of guys get out and just, I'm, I'm just looking for a job and they, that's as much thought as they put into it. And they just, you know, they go from one happy place to another because, um, they never really considered what it is they want to do. They never really thought of, thought of that as an option, to be honest with you. Um, Think about all the times you're in the military where you're dividing out jobs or who's going to go, who's going to do what, um, small unit tactics, whatever. Oftentimes it's just determined by rank or who happens to be in the billet. In the military, we're not used to putting the right people in the right place or the right job uh, dependent on their interest or their actual, what, what they're actually good at. Um, and, especially when you're about to get out, that's a time you really need to, a lot of this stuff has come on really strong in the last decade or so about strengths and weaknesses and strength finders. And are you a, a blue, a yellow, a purple or whatever, all these different pers- yeah. personality tests. And there are a lot of them out there, but if you really put some time and effort into it, you might find some things that are interesting that, Hey, you don't have to go. It's not, it's not success is not all about working hard through those things that you're not any good at. If you can find yourself in a spot where you're automatically just good at it and interested in it, then life can become so much easier. A hundred percent. You know, and a lot of people get out and they're like, I don't care where I'm going. I'm just getting away from that. And to be yeah. running away from something versus clearly identifying what you're moving towards. And it's, you know, something that I think that, anybody that's transitioning, if they can focus on that versus, Hey, I'm just getting out of here. You know, I don't care where I go. And, and that's exactly, it's uh, it was Alice in Wonderland. You know, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you, you know, <laughs> and this, this book and um, you know, this kind of mindset and this podcast really helps direct that spotlight of like, Hey, where do I want to transition to? And when we have that clear focus, it's that much easier for us to take, strategic steps, keystone steps towards that direction and get there much faster than we thought we could. That's awesome. All right. So unleash your humble alpha. Great book. I'm sure we can find it on Amazon and anywhere else. Right. Okay. That's yeah, great. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I had a question about Vetchpreneur tribe. You guys have like over 14,000 members now, right? Yeah. It's a Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. So Vetpreneur tribe is a growing, growing group. We have, um, I think every military service and nearly every business industry participating in the group. And then we also have a, a mastermind within the larger Vetpreneur tribe called the Warrior Council. And that's for Vetpreneurs that are striving for six figures. And it's a, it's a smaller group. And uh, it's a really great tool to get solidified on what are your, what are your branding foundations? You know, what do you, what does your company stand for? How do you deliver that message concisely to your target audience and be able to have all of those kind of logical KPI marketing sales things bounced out with this quality of life. And how do I make sure that, that the business that I'm using or that I, that I have is a vehicle for my own personal development, my own personal purpose, and to be able to amplify that individual purpose that I have within me and use my, my business as a tool for that while also making sure that bills are paid, you know, so it's a really good balance between those. And of course, of course the camaraderie is incredible because, you know, when we get out, you know, it can be difficult to, to find that group of people that 
just has your back for no reason other than you're just a, a good person or you're, you're a veteran or, right. you know, have that, that camaraderie that we find in the military. It's, it can be difficult to find. Yeah. I, mean, I find one of the things I miss the most about the military is the military mindset. But the reason I love entrepreneurship is the entrepreneur mindset is as close to the military mindset as anything else I've ever found. A hundred percent. You know, and for me, it's one of the most simple principles is like never quit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's a, that's a solid principle that nearly every veteran lives by. And then the most successful entrepreneurs live by, Hey, I'm going to figure it out as long as I don't quit, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, well, Hey Lane, we're getting close to the end of our time. Um, so uh, again, Vetpreneur Tribe and your new book, uh, Unleash Your Humble Alpha. Stephen Kuhn's been on the show uh, quite a while ago, actually. I think it was like at least maybe close to a year ago. Um, so great to meet uh, his business partner, this partner that he speaks highly of all the time. I appreciate you being here. Um, if you had any parting words of advice for those folks that are looking to get out of the military or maybe just recently got out, what kind of advice would you have for them as far as finding, finding their niche and possibly on the entrepreneurship side? Yeah. Ask yourself, you know, what do I really stand for? What do I really want in life and trusting yourself? Cause you have it. You've been through so much in the military. You have that experience of not quitting, uh, being a part of a mission that's higher than yourself and being able to figure it out continue to trust that aspect of yourself as you're stepping into this unknown and just know that you have it and you have resources, you have podcasts, you have groups, you have people that are going to have your back just because you're a veteran. And so tap into those groups, tap into that community and like the Vetpreneur tribe and listen to podcasts like this to be able to continue to have that positive mindset being fed into you that, Hey, no matter what you got it and we're going to figure it out. And that's what veterans do. That's what we have each other's back and we just keep moving forward. Rock on. All right, Lane. We'll appreciate you sharing your success story and uh, look forward to your future success. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. You bet. All right. These two veterans are Oscar Mike. Thank you for listening to veteran on the move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, This veteran is Oscar Mike.